Welcome to the Zompire Horde Podcast. Join us every Monday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, as your hosts, Vlad the Rad and Michelle of the Dead, discuss horror, true crime, and the macabre. Episodes available on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Join us, won't you? Hello and welcome back, all you Zompires, to the Zompire Horde Podcast, where I, your host, Vlad the Rad, and my sister from another Mr. Michelle of the Dead, talk about true crime, horror, and the macabre and stuff, weekly, every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, right here in the Zompire Horde Podcast community page, YouTube, and Facebook. And 66.6 on your AM dial. And 66.6 on your AM <laughs> dial. David Pratt, welcome. Oh, yeah, I'm missing on comments already. Yeah. Tennessee up in the house. Hey, Melissa, our number one fan. Beautiful <laughs> streamed it at us, too. I know. All caps. All caps. All caps. <laughs> How was your day today, Miss Michelle of the Dead? Well, I left work two hours early because my I broke my toe yesterday, and it was just kind of throbbing you know the best you can do is like elevate and ice so i needed to come home and elevate and ice it's fucking did purple you, did you see it did you did see you it see, did you see the sausage comment i left i did <laughs> i did yeah, I, I did, did see it. it looks miserable and i'm very sorry that that happened to you ah, it's just a broken bone uh, broken you know bone. they that happens you know what i mean Amanda! Uh, i was gonna say that's panda ain't it that's amanda no that's no panda's the other one there's panda and amanda they're well, two I, different people. Right. But I thought Panda was Hayes. My bad. No, no. Panda was the one uh, with Carl who was working in the room with us. No, I know that. But I thought she watched our show. And I, for some reason, oh, yeah. thought she was Hayes. I don't know why. Listen, I don't get a I lot of oxygen confused. to my brain. <laughs> I'm not getting a ton of oxygen in my brain currently. My, my oh, okay. I'll give you low. a pass then. Okay, I'm okay. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll just explain it to you slowly later. Sounds um, good. So... What are we talking about this week? Well, Melissa says, I wish I could come take care of you, but you're across the country. I wish so, too. Angela, probably not so much, but I wish you would come take care of me as well. Uh, not that I probably would let you. Everyone has been trying to help me, and I'm like, I got it, I got it. But tonight we are talking about, well, you, people can read around us, the unsolved case of America's sweetheart, as I believe she was referred to, uh, the murder of John Benet Ramsey. Ah, yes, yes. The six-year-old pageant queen, child beauty star. <laughs> uh, yeah, David that's true. That's true, well. That David. is true. Uh, both and all of you. Oh, we got uh, Luke Tweeds here. Hey, guys. What's up, Luke Tweed? What's up, Luke? <laughs> so, I, I, uh, first of all, let me just say, anyone that may or may not have been slightly offended or whatever by the images I used with the uh, Disney font, it just felt fitting. <laughs> I did felt somebody, wait, no did somebody say something? No, but I just well, then like, don't invite trouble. Don't right, just don't right, even bring it up. Don't it invite trouble. It was just Angela said it was pretty dark, and I guess I was like, "Yeah, I get it." But um, what is our show about? Right, dark right. stuff. And you know, you, dark you, stuff, dude. How many times in my life am I going to get the opportunity to use the Disney font? I think you should use it as often as fucking possible. <laughs> on <laughs> <laughs> uh, so tonight we are talking about the John Ray, uh, John Benet Ramsey case. Uh, just a quick little brief. I'm going to read the, the this little intro real quick. Uh, John Benet Patricia Ramsey. She was born August 6th, 1990. Uh, deceased December 25th, so Christmas, 
uh, or Christmas or 26. Uh, the day after the 26, 1996, was an American child beauty queen who was killed at the age of six in her family home in Boulder, Colorado. Uh, there was a two-page ransom note left um, in the home. Her father, John, found the girl's body. And this was after the police were there. <coughs> so they the didn't look at they didn't look in that place in the basement though they found her in the basement right. the next day it was the, and i believe that they called it a wine cellar like yeah saying, like the room that she was actually found in was the wine cellar and when they originally did the 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 um run through of the basement they didn't see they didn't nobody had went into that room they saw the door but nobody went in there mm-hmm. and uh hey she makes a good point disney is dark as fuck so maybe i did it exactly right I think you did. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, so let's get into it. We got a, 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 a old, what is it, 1996. So, so I was go. in my early 20s, and this was like, I you could not go to any store or gas station without seeing like, like the U.S. Weekly, the National Enquirer, just like all over the tabloids is her face just like plastered everywhere it's, it was all over the freaking news and just for years it was like a huge thing and i was i was you know, like i said i was in my early 20s so yeah yeah that's you see that, that everywhere um well and, the and it was like, like a big part of you know history for people in my age group i guess your age group right, as right. well I was, I, you said you were in your mid-20s i was only 19 at the time i was in my uh, early 20s so 1990 <laughs> shut up <laughs> um but yeah, um, well, I'm sorry. Finish your thought. I didn't mean to. Oh no, no, that's I'm, that was my thought. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> the thing about that whole time period too is during the Jambonate, you know, we didn't really have. I never heard much about the case. Then you must have been in a goddamn box. What's up? Or Steve? or too young, you know. Sometimes like. Nah, he's my age. He lives four oh. houses down. I know, he, he's probably closer to my age. Anyway, um, what the thing about that whole case was if you remember correctly i mean at the time tabloid tv and tabloid not tabloid tv but tabloid tabloids were the facebook of the 90s you know oh for sure for sure news from because we didn't have the social media you know we had just began like chat pages and stuff like that icq things you know of i don't even sort. think i had an internet connection in 1990 <laughs> uh that was a uh i don't know maybe 97 98 somewhere in there <coughs> um but yeah, so apparently, you know, nine, we were talking Christmas 1995 uh, in or 96. Um and you know, the, they wake up in the morning or the, they wake up in the morning the, the daughter's missing and so obviously they find the ransom note, call the police even though the ransom note said not to. Um the police come, they do the search, don't find her. Finally the father goes into the wine cellar and that's where they find the body. But yeah, and it's crazy because when you think about if this crime were to happen today, it would not have been the news story it was back then. You know what I mean? Right. Because of how much information we have to like things going on all over the, the world, it would have been a small, you know, it, would, it wouldn't have hit the news the way it did. Right. Um, right. But back then, because of the um, her being a beauty queen and all of that, you know, and, and the what I find to be the incorrect thought that the family was in was involved blew it up to you know proportion yeah. well they also were i think weren't they a very well off family and had you know yeah i don't remember what um i believe it was john was his first name john ramsey is that right i think so yeah i believe that was his, the dad's first name because her middle name was patricia which was the mom's name 
yeah. <clears throat> so that would make sense. Um, he owned a company which he had merged twice, I believe, and then ended up selling for like millions and millions of dollars. And one of the things that I've always kind of like leaned to was not the father being involved, but could it have been something um, political or like rich people shit, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Because it the thing that struck me as weird is there was a, they found a shoe mark. And, and I know this from experience, and I'm going to tell my little story along with this. They found a shoe mark from a boot called high tech. Back then, high tech was almost specifically worn by either the police department or military. And I know that because I got jumped by two police officers in Seaside Heights, New Jersey. One of them I went to high school with, and I ended up beating them up on like after school at the bus stop. And everyone saw, kind of <laughs> talked with them a little bit. So he stops me behind a 7-Eleven walking home one night as a police officer. And they beat me up and I woke up like the next day. And I shit you not, I had a perfect high tech boot mark in the side of my face. Not like you could see the brand name so much, but you could definitely see the tread. And I knew what high techs were. And so when I saw that, I was like, well, fuck, back then that was a cop, that like cops were those, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. immediately my brain starts going into, okay, was it political? Like who, who was the father? Who was the mother? What were their ties is what I initially started thinking, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't really know what, what to believe, you know, like Melissa just said, um, she thinks the son may have done it on accident and they, it was, they covered it up. Um, that was my thinking for a very long time but when they did the dna the dna that was found on her body was not anybody in the family's dna so it says access graphics was owned by lockheed martin the military defense contract sold to ge 97. so yeah i would imagine he made quite a few millions of dollars for that uh, Melissa says she thinks the son did it accidentally as well. Since they were rich, they covered it up. So he would have been nine years old when that happened. Because he was only three years older than her. You know, was it a jealousy thing? You know, you know, because she was getting all this attention. And Right. I think at nine years old, though, do you really... She was, He was nine, I believe, and she was six. I don't know that right. jealousy would have... I don't... You know, that, that'd be a stretch. And the amount of yeah. force... The amount of force would it take to to crack her skull, the uh, the knot and the uh, what are they called, garrets or whatever that was around her neck. Right. There was a lot that um, I I just don't think I. And after reading the letter, I just don't I can't as a father of a, of two daughters, I couldn't imagine writing something like that, talking about. I mean, even if it was a mistake by the son, right? And the yeah. parents are going to cover it up. I just don't see the father writing that letter over and over again about the death she'll, or she'll die. She'll She's die. Gonna die. She's gonna yeah. die. Like if it was like, cause if it was a mistake by the son or if it was happened by the son, he would have, you know, would have been remorseful and or not remorseful, but he would have tried to cover it up. Sure. But I don't yeah. think he would have went to the vulgarity of that type of letter right. when talking about his dead daughter laying there on the floor next to him, you know? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Ozman. You forgot Facebook Live again. It should be playing on. Let me, while we talk, I'm going to go to Facebook and see what the problem is because it should be playing in the community page and on the main page. Okay. So I don't know why. So we'll have to keep talking. Um, so the you and I watch pretty much the same documentary. Yeah, if you're yeah. on the main page, it's playing right now. I'm watching it. Um, huh. 
and maybe they're talking about in the actual um uh i know what it's going on okay so we watched the same documentary which is more of a documentary about lou smith than it was i mean it was about the case obviously but it was really about this um police a retired detective it was a da right yeah well no he was a detective at one point wasn't he yeah yeah he was a da and like he had retired and then they asked him to be a part of the uh, investigation that the DA's office asked him to be a part right. of. So he was technically working for the, for the DA. So it was more of like a, a separate investigation. Um, and there was a bunch of things that he found that were never really looked into, which makes me kind of think, you know, kind of lean towards the intruder side too. But I don't think it was a random intruder. I think it was an intruder, somebody that, knew them yeah it's, you know and knew that the, how to get into the house you know where that window was they can just crawl through without you know showing any forced entry signs uh naked alien or oz i just looked on all of our pages on the computer and they were playing on all of them so i don't know uh why that would be if you want i mean obviously you're commenting so you're on our youtube already i don't know why that would be happening <clears throat> um, but I will look into it and see why. Um, but you can always catch us on YouTube. We do go live there as well, if that's uh works better. Um, so uh Lou Smith had 40 years of law enforcement. Um, I, I don't know, I didn't get the breakdown. I think it was about 20 years as a like a beat cop, 20 years as a detective. He also worked for the um coroner's office. That's he, right. Or, I don't know if he I don't know if he worked there, but he did he was he kind of trained there. And so he kind of had a little bit more, you know, uh, insight as to like the body and some of those things that mm -hmm. happened. Um, one of the things about watching that too, I'm going to throw up a picture of him. This dude is one of the most legit dudes I've ever heard of in my entire life. Yeah. Like, the, like after hearing the whole story about how he, he wouldn't even accept an ice cream from uh, John Ramsey, John Ramsey tried to just buy. Well, because you could, that can be seen as a bribe. Well, for to sure. Sway, to sway you. And even if it wasn't somebody, anybody else, anybody else who would have heard about it, would have said, oh, he's bribing him, blah, blah, blah. No, 100%. But at the same time, it's like, you know, something so simple as buying someone an ice cream, it could have just, you know, I, I understand it being construed differently, but for him to just have the no, the brain, you know, the brain to be like, you know what, like, and then and not get paid for it for the whole 20 or, you know, X amount, I think it was like 15 years he worked on that case. He was never paid for it. And then basically passed it on to his daughter. Right, right. The other yeah, that's cool how passionate that, he was about about trying to solve this thing. Right. The other you cool know? thing about that guy was he had uh, had two hundred cases solved cases out of all two hundred of them. I think it was like two hundred plus. Like not a single one of them. Every single one of them was convicted like a hundred percent. Right. Right. So he was that good. Yeah. yeah. So, I've never um, done anything two hundred times and been. Done <laughs> I mean. Yeah. Maybe you haven't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, I am curious to see what um, our listeners think. You know, what what are your guys' ideas and theories about about who killed John? And why haven't we caught the killer yet? That's what I want to know. Um, it was this OJ. Yeah. Hi, Michelle. My Facebook. I'm here. Sorry, we're rolling a joint. Sorry, I missed the beginning. <laughs> Well, welcome. We're glad you're here, and we're glad you have a joint. Woo 
Uh, one solved mystery says Butler pantry door on the north side of the house was found a jar the following morning. There is a crime scene photo of it. And they did bring that up in the documentary that we watched. Uh, that, I mean, like I said, we watched the same documentary. I did some research otherwise, but that was a really great documentary. That was a good one. It was like yeah. from a totally different point of view. And, and I totally like seeing the boot scrape on that side wall. So like, you know, he, he, the question was, could it happen? Right. Like, could people get in through that, through that, um, that window and Lou basically went there, pulled up this metal grating, climbed down in there where the window was open, climbed in the window, got yeah. down. You could see a boot mark where somebody would have slid down, right? Right. So and then he made it, he made sorry, my dog just woke up and started <laughs> shake his ass right here. Well, then he made a good point too, where um he says that, you know, that where the placement of that suitcase was and the fact that there were like the fibers inside that they were trying to get her out of there. And so I, you know, obviously I think like the they wrote the ransom letter before you know th that she had they when they before they had tried to get her out of the house when they realized right. they couldn't is when they killed her yeah yeah it's like well and shit I, if I, I don't maybe someone in the notes can or in the comments can tell me they kept showing two pictures of the burn marks from the um taser mm -hmm. and so i wondered because they said that she was tased I, you know so the Twice. idea was that she had been tased in the bedroom Brought downstairs. Then the neighbor, right, heard the scream, which the parents didn't hear on the third floor above them. But there was that open pipe, which led to the outside. Yeah, there was an open vent that went to the outside that pointed right. at the neighbor's house. And so the yeah. neighbor heard it, and she said it stopped immediately. And so I thought I saw two sets of those taser marks. So I yeah. thought, you know, it had, so yeah. It's so, like she woke up, screamed, tased her again. Right. Yeah, totally ransom gone wrong. Completely yeah. ransom gone wrong. And, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't fit this briefcase out this window with the body crammed inside, so I'm just going to leave everything here. Uh, Melanie Stanton was the neighbor. Man, we need to get one unsolved mystery on our show. They have all the answers. Like, I forget to write down a lot of stuff, so I'm just like, you know, I got notes and everything. Yeah. And, like, and then she's like, hits me with the Melanie Stanton. I'm like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, one of the other things I wanted to point out about Lou, because I, I like, I appreciate old rad dudes, you know, um, but the fact that when it came to the grand jury and they were basically like, come and testify or you're like going to go to jail. And he's like, you know, because they wanted like, basically all his information and he didn't want to give it up because he knew right. that the Boulder Police Department was essentially just going to like get rid of it all. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, and for their own, for their, yeah, for their own. Which is another reason it gives me like thought to believe it has to be somebody within the government or the police department or something of that city because they went so hard at the family. They wanted it to be the family so bad. They're right. willing to screw off the whole rest of the investigation. Yeah. Any lead that they could have. Like, had, why are, why are they wrong. like discounting the evidence found under her nails and other places of her body? Right. That was of a male that, uh, wasn't well, anybody in the families even a part two where they were saying you know that it had been a bedwetting uh uh she had had a bedwetting episode and patricia the, or, um, the mom i think she went by patty but that um she um got frustrated like, got frustrated and like beat her or whatever yeah but and there's then, no evidence of her wetting the bed that night well they, they, well, they said it was because that she had peed her underwear in her um legging or her whatever long johns but the fact is is when you are murdered 
um, or when you die, you can release your bowels. So maybe she didn't go number two. Maybe she had a full bladder. And that's why her pajamas were wet. But when Lou Smith looked at the bed, he's like, it's not wet. Like you can, you don't see a wet spot. So why would it be that the mom would, you know, do this? It doesn't yeah. make sense. It doesn't make any sense. So, uh, oh, wait, here we go. Um, one solved mystery says could have been between tasings or the garretings. They both happened twice. Okay. Uh, I think it was strictly someone who wanted money and found out where they live and then fucked up, which could very well be, uh, the Netflix, the, you know, honestly, we both have, uh, Xfinity, I believe. And we just said Jean Benet Ramsey in our, uh, remotes. And it was the first <laughs> one that popped up and I yeah. believe it was on like the history channel or A&E. It was like discovery plus I or think. something like that. Yeah. I couldn't find anything else though. Nothing else popped up. YouTube. I mean, I looked on I looked on Netflix and Amazon right. Prime, and there's not like really a whole lot of. One of the other interesting um, things that was mentioned, I believe, by Lou or his son, was that 98 uh, percent of the name or like the um, the calls that came in for leads were basically thrown away by the Boulder. Oh team. yeah, yeah, they didn't even listen to most of them. That's why. I mean, I what like kind it. of investigation is that? Right, which is why I believe that there's more. It goes deeper. Well, and then like who use who thought to take a ta a, a taser for a six year old little girl? That's not somebody who has a taser and police issue boots. Right. Because mm -hmm. why else? And that's why I'm so hard on why uh, the, the the why are the police so like adamant about? Because they're covering it. They're covering up. There you go. So the pee was only on the front of her long johns and the outside door of the wine cellar where the pipe was. So, yeah. So, I mean, but again, you know, like I don't it. I When Lou was talking about how he this is a guy who for 40 years dealt with criminals, dealt with the criminal mind. Um, you know what I mean? Like the mm -hmm. dude, smart. it was something he was very, very good at, obviously, with a 100 uh, percent success rate. Oh, yeah, he definitely had a gift for it. 200, you know what I mean? And so when that man tells, says the reasons, not just he doesn't believe, but the reasons he doesn't believe, right. they, they were the killer. He backs it up. He's I got 100%. Like, I'm like, dude, I, and the crazy thing is, is when I was a kid watching this case kind of unfold, um, right. for the, you know, for the most part, um, I was 100%. It was the dad. It was the dad. And it's always been the dad. And then obviously, as we get older and we move on in our lives, we kind of forget some of those cases of those unsolved cases because new ones pop up. <clears throat> but now going back into it, listening to more of the re of the um, information that's come out and things like that, you know, it makes you create think about was this a family that could do that? And like I said, after reading the the um, the. Uh, the letter and what it said about his daughter's death, there's no way on earth. Well, they, they've already said the dad didn't write it. I just right. still don't believe the mom wrote it, whether it was the son as an accident or she did it because of a pee rage or whatever that is. I just... I, it's, I'm sorry. Pee rage. Pee rage. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Very inappropriate to laugh at this subject, but pee rage is a really hilarious term. Uh, when you get kids, you also lose your bladder control. I've never been kids, so I was not aware of that. Uh, the Paradise Lost documentaries about the three metalheads. Um, no, wait, paradise lost about the three metalheads. Is that, are you talking about the, um, uh, what's those guys names? The, the three free, the three, um, they killed, oh, God damn it. 
Well, they didn't kill him. They've been released from prison now. One of the guys' names is Damian Eccles. He wrote a book. Somebody help me out here. Come on, um, Ozzy. Help us out. The sun isn't all there, is what Nicole Stiver says. Uh, the West Memphis Three. There you go. Thank you. <coughs> um, I I have... I don't know if I've seen that documentary. Or I have seen a few. I'm a big Alkaline Trio fan. And they got those guys did a lot of work trying to get them released and things like that. Uh, Maybe we should watch some uh, documentaries about that. Um, yeah, no, it's a it's actually a really interesting case. One also that I still believe is, is obviously unsolved. I believe is obviously that doesn't make sense. Um, but it, I'm 99% <laughs> sure. Uh, it's okay. His oxygen levels are low. Oxygen levels are low. <laughs> uh, but that is a really good case. There was a lot of musicians and actors and stuff that were backing the. Brian. Uh, yeah, Brian High. Brian High again. Uh, Brian High again. Um, but yeah. Brian High again. We, should do, we could do an episode on that. That would be a really fun one. Actually, uh, um, side note. For the Zompire box, when we were doing true crime boxes, I actually reached out on Twitter, I think Facebook, to Damien Eccles to try and secure an autograph for one of our boxes, uh, but unfortunately never got a response. Uh, let's see. We got uh, my mother and I love those documentaries. They were fucked up and fascinating. The father, who was thought obviously did it first, died several years back. Oh, you're talking about the uh, West Memphis Three. Thank you very much, One Solved Mystery. We appreciate that. Well, who is that? Do you know who that is? Who is that? I don't. I believe it's they're watching from YouTube, so I'm assuming they also have maybe a true crime channel we'll have to check out. It's not Russ. Wasn't he no. supposed to join us today? Uh, he said he may. I sent him the link, uh, but obviously he he, he didn't come. Uh, but well, back it's like one o'clock in the morning there, so I mean. Right. Well, no. <laughs> yeah. So so why don't they? Is this case is this case still open? This, or, is this is, oh wait, what are we talking about now? The, are we, the We're talking about Jean Benet. We've gone back to Jean Benet Ramsey. I was going to go to the fact that the family, it took 12 years for them to exonerate the family. So, and I was actually posthumous or however you say that term for the mother, because she died in 2006 and they were exonerated in 2008. Uh, and she, it, oddly enough, her and, um, uh, Lou Smith both died of cancer. Um, unfortunately, we lost both of them. And that's one of the things that was kind of, you know, at the end of that documentary, one of the like most painful aspects of that, just the documentary, obviously the whole case is bad, but was the fact that he went into this case and fought for it for so long, had the $200 or 200 win rate. And then like this right. was the one that got away, like he died before he could like finish it. It was like, that was like, kind of like the bummer part for me. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I think, oh, you know, I don't know. I think they should like delve back into that. Somebody who's got the money for it because, yeah, you know, that shit's expensive. I well, sure. and, you know, one of the guys that they thought could have been the killer was a guy named Michael Helgoth. Have you looked him up or did you look? Did you I have look? not. So you're going to have to enlighten me. So I believe he lived remotely close to her and uh, he was a 26 year old. Um, uh, there was a kind of a tape confession where he had um, said that he was going to, he was talking to a friend of his, a coworker, I believe, or an employee and he said something to the effect, like, I wonder what it would be like to crack a human skull. And the guy was like, wow, that seemed weird that he would say that. And then apparently there was some recording where he had 
admitted to doing something. I don't know if it was the exact murder or what, but he admitted to killing John Bonet. Um, but he was uh, a few months later, somewhere in 2007, he had committed suicide. And they think that it could have been him and another guy that did the murder was kind of the original uh, thought. Then that guy came back and killed him because when he was found, there was a gun. Let me look at my notes. So well, why don't they just like read? Do, do more DNA testing. Well, let me finish. Hold on. Okay. The hole was on the left side of his head. The gun, uh, or wait, the hole was on the, the gun was on the right side of his body, but the gun hole, the bullet hole went from left to right. So it didn't make sense. Yeah. And um, so they thought that, they, that, that maybe he was killed and made it to look like a suicide and that it was like his, his uh, partner in the John Bonet crime had come and like basically off him to keep his mouth shut. Right, right. And then um, I don't know if you know who this guy is, but I gotta bring up this picture because that. Uh, well, okay. Actually, let me let me rephrase. I shouldn't say he has since come out as transgender. So her uh, is, her name's Alexis Valoren Reich, formerly known as uh, John Mark Kerr. Uh, he was the teacher who in Bangkok, Thailand. Uh, confessed to, to killing Jean Benet Ramsey um, in 2006, I believe, is when he confessed. And it turned out that it was basically proven that he didn't do it. But I remember that him coming out, and it's always been I mean, if you look at this dude, he looks like she looks like, excuse me, I did that again. She looks like someone that would have. You don't go to you don't go to Bangkok, Thailand, unless you're doing something you're not supposed to be doing. <laughs> we all know that. Yeah. If you're a white guy and you're by yourself in Bangkok, Thailand, nothing good is happening. You're not doing anything good. No. And so when no. he came out and said that he had done it, I think everyone in the world believed it. You know what I mean? Like, there is no way. You know what I mean? Like, you had to just understand that like that was the case that was it that's what had happened yeah until it was proven otherwise you know but like who on earth comes out and says they did that oh and apparently he's a part of some like or she's a i keep doing that apology um well that's a, because you're showing pictures of when they were male right um she was a part or is a part of something called the immaculates was it just like an underground child uh porn thing and a lot of people have said, too, that she uh, transitioned in order to become closer to her female um, um, victims. Oh. Okay, we got some other information here. Lived at his uncle and aunt's junkyard. John Kennedy was the eyewitness guy. He was suicided on 2-14-97. Uh, there have been so many people who have come forward for murders they didn't commit because of the fame. That's very true. Alexis Reich. So yeah, so that was that 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 was the one that I when I heard that there's been other people that have come out and said that they you know murdered John Bonet and pretty much all of them have been proven to be bunk, but that was the one that I remember coming out and I think the whole world took it to be serious at first um, mm -hmm. until she was like basically proven like you didn't kill this little girl you're just crazy and fuck off. Yeah, so whose DNA is on the body? And that's the other thing that makes me think that the cops or government has something to do with this because, and I'm not trying to be a theorist or anything like one of those, like the government's out to kill us all, but 
why aren't we testing it again? And the other that, thing that's is, what I want to know. If we've tested it already and that and that DNA sample hasn't come up, this is only since the 90s. Like if this, I don't know if at the this time this person's in the system, they're in the system. I don't know if at the time um people in the government or police or military were subject to getting DNA testing done prior to them being hired on. Do you know what I'm saying? So whereas now you would need to take a DNA test um, in order to become a police officer. I don't know if in 19, the mid nineties, that was a requirement. I have no idea. DNA testing was relatively new at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Naked Alien says, I'm sorry, I don't know enough about the Jean Benet. I will watch the documentary. Yes. Well, that's why you're here, to, to learn with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're learning too. But 100% agree. Like they school, Monday night back. school. They need to go back in and look at the, and do some more DNA testings. There's also, from what I understand, there is also a, 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 several hundred items taken from the house that have still not been tested for DNA. Right. Uh, one saved, one solved mystery says the B D or P B P D Boulder Police uh, Department will make them look real bad, and I think that's a hundred percent true. Absolutely, um, they already look terrible. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> with the fumbling of it all, it's hard to get past how bad this was handled by. I feel like if this was in literally happened anywhere else in the United States, it would have far been solved. Yeah. Which, <laughs> It has I mean, to make here think, we are. Right, which has to make you think why they're so adamant about keeping it under wraps. Health care workers have their fingerprints in the system. He or she is in the system. Oh, for sure. But Melissa, was that the case back in like the early mid-90s? Did you guys still have to do DNA testing back then? Oh, fingerprints, she said. Sorry, I said DNA testing. Fingerprinting, I would imagine, yeah, because that's a pretty old. I mean, we've been doing that since like the 40s and 50s and shit, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay? I don't know when. I don't know how long it's been. We've been doing fingerprinting for a long time. What? Are you having a stroke? What's wrong with you? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Are you having a stroke? Is your foot throbbing? <laughs> it is. I bet it is. Have you iced Suck. it? Huh? Have you iced it? Yes. How yes, that's why I came home early for ice and elevation. So that's one of the things I'd like to look up in, in retrospect to this case is whether or not, honestly, you know, because I think that's a big deal. I think the fact the taser and also like the the nodding on that Garrett, I'm believing is what, if I remember correctly, is what it's called. The the thing that was around her neck. Um, that wasn't, whoever made that knew what they made. You know what I'm saying? Like That was like Boy Scouts. Yeah. 101, like, you know? I don't know if that <laughs> nine-year-old kid was in Boy Scouts, but I mean, that looked like a professional job. If you were to ask me, there's no way in hell I could have made that knot. Not that I'm a not guy either, but I, I just wouldn't have known what the hell to do. Over time, it'll be possible to get DNA matches at a higher rate. Even if people are convicted of crimes, they aren't necessarily in the system. <clears throat> Which is true because not all crimes do they take a DNA sample. Correct. Uh, people are getting matches easier through D because of DNA mapping from other family members. Yeah, as a matter of fact, the crazy thing is, is I feel like I heard a story recently where they just convicted like a 96 year old guy because he was like a, a Nazi German um, 
uh, like worked at one of the death camps or whatever. And they literally just caught him and it was like through a weird DNA thing. He had changed his name and everything. Wow. They couldn't find him and they just found him. He's like 96 years old. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> like with the stuff that we're able to do with DNA now and like, you know what I mean? When it comes to crime specifically, yeah, like it's so, you, got, you better get electrolysis over your whole body and like remove your fingers. <laughs> and even then it's like, you're probably still going to get caught. <laughs> It's crazy to me, though, that they didn't find, you know, because they said that she had been sexually assaulted. That they, yeah. Like, did, did they find semen? Do you yes. remember? And then even with that. It's, yeah. Then they said it was not anybody in the family. Right. So, I mean. The Golden Gate Killer was caught that way, too. Which way? With DNA? The Golden Gate Killer leave DNA? That's the thing about killing people. And I like, you know, I'm really interested in true crime stuff, but it's like watching it over and over again. I've come to the realization, like, you're not going to get away with it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You're going to leave something. There's going to be like a thread or a cat hair, you know, that's stuck so, to your pants that you leave at the scene. Uh, one solved mystery says matching DNA found uh, commingled with her blood in her panties on two spots of her long johns and under her fingernails. She got a piece of the a-hole that did Oh, this. no semen. No semen. It's just like, I mean, I don't know how DNA mapping and all that shit works, like how you find people, but like we got to, there's, someone has to get this one. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah, the Family Tree website where you submit. Oh, so like those uh, ancestry.coms. Mm -hmm. Wow. What, what would you do if like, or not, what would you do? But like you can kill some girl in like the seventies and like, your granddaughter and or now like fucking goes and gets like their family lineage done and finds out figures out that you're fucking killed somebody. You're like, and, like thanks a lot, granddaughter. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, dude, that'd be so fucked. Like <laughs> you're out of the will. Right. <laughs> so uh, we wanted to tell you guys too next week, um, I'm moving this weekend coming up. Uh to anyone that knows, I've been looking for a house for quite some time. As a matter of fact, I believe it was this morning, uh, I got the Facebook notification that said, uh, you know, like the, the memories one or whatever. And it was one year ago today that I found out that my landlord was had sold the house or was selling the house. And uh, so it was fitting that I went to the court office today to like deal with the final aspect of it. And finally, uh, we're relinquishing the house and moving this weekend and so therefore next sun monday excuse me uh we won't be having a show but we will follow it up the following monday as per usual i'll have a new little background studio going on it'll be much better well lit uh because <laughs> i always feel like your side's like super bright and fun mine's all dark and like <laughs> you know what i mean like i, I have like light. I have like four plant lights and a ring light in here. So there you go. I turn <laughs> all why. my lights off and like just keep orange, like Christmas lights and yeah. uh, LED lights, you know, so it's all orange in my house all the time. <clears throat> but I was actually thinking like when I moved about doing like a different color, I think I might That'd be cool. color blue. Uh, oh, what do we cool. got here? Uh, oh yeah. So one solved mystery says the Boulder police department refuses to do genetic genealogy. And again, which just makes me more and more believe that there's there's something there. They're right. Like, it's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. A relative of the Golden Gate Killer gave a close match. You're in the won't. 
Well, that's because I said, you're out of the will. If you're not oh. in the will, you're in the won't. <laughs> Come on, man. I know. It's baby. Oxygen. Oxygen. Hey, yeah. So if anybody wants to send Vlad a housewarming gift, send him oxygen. Somebody okay. told me, too, that they have these, like, little things you can, like, breathe oxygen now. You know what I mean? Not like a... Oxygen not like, in a can? A can, yeah. a can of O's? No, I was say, <laughs> not like a thing that you got to wear, like, I'm going to have here shortly. But, uh, um, like, a, it's like a little can, you're like, like, straight oxygen. I'm like, yo. Are you talking <laughs> about whippets? Because that's not oxygen. No, I know that's not oxygen. <laughs> oh, God. I that would really I, fuck I up your lungs, wouldn't it? <laughs> What's that other stuff that like makes butt sex better that you sniff? <laughs> I don't know, Vlad. <laughs> I'm like, but I know that's not it. Uh, uh, yeah. I'd have forgot. Oh, poppers. There we go. There no you poppers, go. no aerosol, no uh, whippets, none of that. Uh, so, what are we going to talk about in two weeks? Um. Don't you have a guest? I do. Oh, yeah. So with the, let me see if I can bring it up really quick so we can talk about, so we can tell everyone, everyone can do a little research this time as to what the next right, show. Because you guys are going to have two weeks until do, you see us again together right. in this platform. And we're all. I'll miss you. We're going to have a guest. Yeah, I know it's going to be weird having a week off, right? I know. We're still going to video chat then. So, oh, for sure. 100%. Yeah. I'm excited. I'll, I'll, Just, I'll uh, supervise and help you move. I'll be like, that goes over there. That goes over yeah. there. Put that there. I got to. So I'm like going to put everything in the center of the room. And then. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, here we You're go. You're going to Jenga go. all of your belongings. Right. Well, well, I need to paint the walls. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh, here we go. So I found it. So our guest will be Mike French. He actually lives in Colorado. Uh, near the the John Bonet thing, and oh, when crazy. He told him that's what we were doing, um, he just he he hit me up. Um, he told he said that there's a documentary called Finding Kendrick Johnson. Uh, so that's it's the Kendrick Johnson case, and it's per apparently pretty local to him. Okay, and he's got a lot of information on it. Um, so we're gonna look up the Kendra Johnson Kendrick Kendra Johnson case. Um, who was that that was in here earlier? One Solved Mystery. Is that something you're familiar with if you're still watching? Wait, Kendrick uh, Johnson or Kendra Johnson? Oh, son of a bitch. Now I got to go back. God damn it. Some bitch. Hold on one second. I will. Maybe somebody in the. Uh, I think it's Kendra. Let me see. Because I can't look it up unless I know what I'm looking up. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> wait, did I pass it? No. So what are we going to do about your toe? Let it heal. I heal really fast, though. Kendrick, like Wolverine, so I'll, I'll be walking on this in a couple of days. It'll be fine. Finding Kendrick Johnson. Is Kendrick? Kendrick. Okay. Is That's what of, I wrote. Is the name of the documentary. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, One Solved Mystery is not familiar with that one, but One Solved Mystery will definitely have to come back in two weeks and watch it and talk with us. Mm -hmm. we, so we're going to go watch One Solved Mysteries channel. Oh, yeah, Melissa Volan. We can't let her leave her out of the loop next week because...
Remember, she she'll fought, she'll come look for us. If, oh yeah, you're gonna have to post something um, ahead of time next week. Say hey, folks, just a reminder we're not doing our podcast this week because I'm fucking moving. Unless you guys want to come out and help my ass move, then don't bitch right. about it. Then don't bitch about it. Yeah, and don't forget to join our Facebook group. You can go to facebook.com backslash groups backslash Zompire Horde Podcast where we do giveaways, uh, talk horror, true crime, macabre. We do raffles. Um, we, oh, the uh, raffles are fun. There's some really good out. stuff on there. Yeah, for sure. I did a Munsters raffle today. I know. I know. How did that and go? I was at work. It was good. Uh, David Pratt won down in Tennessee. Nice. Good job, Tennessee. Good job. Uh, yeah. We also go live every Monday at 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern. And we typically go live on our YouTube channel inside of our Zompire Horde podcast community page and the Zompire Horde main page. Or the Don't Zompire we have Spotify too? We were doing, uh, well, oh, I'm glad you brought that up. I and forgot. Apple? Don't we have Apple and Spotify? Yeah, Apple. So if you don't watch us live, we also, I need to redo all these now. Yeah. So we are also on Apple Music, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast. If you want to listen to us like on the way to work, while you're washing the car. You know what I mean? In the background while you're uglies with your <laughs> whoever. You know what I'm saying? Knocking boots. Knocking boots. <laughs> so with that, I will say thank you guys for tuning in as always. Michelle, anything? I, I just hope that we find out who killed Jean Bonnet. Let's find out. Someday. The unsolved case of Jean Bonnet Ramsey. Thank you for tuning in to the Zompire Horde podcast. Welcome to the Zompire Horde Podcast. Join us every Monday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, as your hosts, Vlad the Rad and Michelle of the Dead, discuss horror, true crime, and the macabre. Episodes available on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Join us, won't you?